Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to Talk That Ish. My name is Tiffany. And I'm the lovely Jessica. Alright, let's get into it. Okay, I have a thesis theme for you. School, does it prepare you for life or does it simply prepare you for exams? Think about that question on your own accord while we delve into the struggles of adulting. Alright, so we have four topics to speak about. We have job skills, financial skills, relationship skills, and domestic skills. Now we're going to start with financial skills. One of the skills that I did not learn in school was anything that pertaining to banking. So like credit scores, your insurance, I mean, I still don't even know anything about insurance, to be honest. I don't even know how to check my credit score in Jamaica. I think um, what I didn't learn and what I wish I would have is just how to set up accounts and how to manage your different accounts. And if there is any type of interest that these banks are going to withdraw from your accounts and how to keep it active so it's not deactivated. Because I know too many young folks who... Them just, you know, create the account because they wanted to do a summer job and then years later it's deactivated because they didn't know you have to actively keep up with it. Just like those small stuff that we're not prepared for and we're not educated on, which the school system in general is lacking in, I believe. Okay, so the next one is to do taxes. Still don't know how to do my taxes <laughs> and I don't even think that, well, the persons I'm going to who supposedly should know, they said they're not really sure. They just know that they fill out a particular form that they know of and that's it. They don't know the process or anything. Um, See that one tricky because I, I didn't know until like a year and a half ago that tax refund in a Jamaica. So I was, you know, chilling, you know, with let, letting all these deductions coming out of my paycheck. And then I realized, oh, my work in a government, oh, I can get tax refund. So even the different forms and the different employment status you have to do. So I'm employed now, so I'll be filing for my unemployment um, tax refund. But just the process of it, um, especially in this COVID time, now, it's going to take a, a while, but I feel like you should always educate yourself on the dif- on TAG, right? Tax Administration Jamaica. Always educate yourself on that because that's one thing that unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, runs your life in Jamaica. That's true. My next point is planning for retirement. A lot of persons don't realize. Well, there are different packages in retirement and a lot of persons do not realize that you need to plan for your retirement at a very early age as soon as you start working i believe that you should start investing in your retirement because it will help you when you retire don't depend on this government pension don't depend on pension people pension can only do so much but you you are supposed to take out your own pension yeah that's why i said planning for retirement Mm -hmm. don't depend don't depend on the government I think only. We, uh, I don't know if this is what you're trying to say. Don't, um, because there are some jobs that come with pension packages which probably aren't the best. So you should take out your own one. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Okay, great. Yeah. I know that I was trying to take out my own like two two months ago. But the thing is because I knew that I was not going to be in a position to actively keep it abreast. I'm stopping now. But once I do start, I already speak with the agent. We'll set up the thing. It's just $700 a month. 
and then if I want to increase it, that's my prerogative to increase it. But I mean, set it up. I don't want to be an old lady struggling. And next thing is investments. Now, let me make this statement. Saving is not the best way of gaining assets. You need to invest in different areas. So it could be, um, my favorite one is FX. That's I, I invest mostly in U.S. currency and I trade with U.S. currency. You can also invest in companies, buy shares in companies. I know um, CB Chicken is a very good one and also Best Dress. Best oh. Dress is also a very good one to invest in and also Grace. So you can buy shares even though they're expensive. Because they're very popular and they're doing well, you need to invest in these companies. You can also invest in real estate. You don't necessarily have to own a property. You can be an investor. So being an investor means when somebody is buying a property to develop it, put a portion of your money and have an agreement where you're going to get back the exact amount that you have invested plus some. I don't have anything to say to that because... To be honest, I'm still like very ill knowledgeable about um the whole investment thing. I've spoken to a few of the companies that you mentioned their investment um salesperson, but it I, I'm still not understanding as a you know regular civilian. I don't think they break it down enough for me to understand. And just watching the stock market doesn't help me understand. Get a stockbroker. I re- honestly, I've had somebody try to explain it to me. I don't understand. But getting a stockbroker to do all of that for you is just a small fee you pay the stockbroker. But at the end, it's worth it. Alright. So the next one is creating a budget. No. When you don't even have to be in university. When you become a young adult at 18 years of age, some of you younger... You have expenses that you have to manage and the income that you're you're going in. You cannot spend more than you're making, basically. So, yeah, the party lifestyle, yeah, young and nice. It's nice in the moment. You have floss and buy a big buckle. But when those bills come, when JPS and Water Commission come knocking at your door, them quick for flip, right? And you have to pay to get these services back you have to pay what them what they you have to pay back what you owe plus to reconnect so persons really need to budget and advanced budgeting i encourage everybody to learn not basic budgeting but advanced budgeting this is where you micromanage your coins um i guess for me it's different Instead of waiting until 18, I feel like from your young, you're super young and you can start, you should start managing your money. For example, you so let's say you get $500 for the day, right? You manage it by, I take four modes of transportation and all of them cost $100 because I don't like to take a bus or pay JTC. That's $400. I have $100. Let me buy a little, you know, a little snack for lunch and then save the rest. And then the rest will pile over. Maybe I can help with some exams later. And then... Um, <laughs> oh, I never even considered that as budgeting. Because mm-hmm. in high school, every time I... W- 
Because in high school, every time I wanted something, mm-hmm. me used to get $300 for my lunch. Yes, struggle nation. So what I used to do was bring my own lunch. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I probably buy is water at school. So I always save $200 and by the end of the month. I did have a decent home. I had never considered that as budgeting. Well, that's well, what budgeting slash saving. Yeah, that's what I had to do because I would only eat, for in sixth form, I would only eat lunch on Wednesdays and Fridays. So I would save some of um, my money, especially if I could walk home. Um, I could... I would just take three modes of transportation some days and save the hundred and a dollar, well, two hundred and a dollar. And then on Wednesdays, I bought, you know, a medium lunch and Fridays, I bought a big lunch and then everything else I saved. So when it came time to pay for CAPE, I could help out with CAPE or my, cl- my extra classes to do that because I know every time my mother could have paid for it. And she, sometimes she, she thought it was free, some of the classes that I went to. So... I used to pay for them with mm-hmm. the savings that I did. And also just in terms of managing your bills, know your expectations. So let's say you want internet, right? Mm-hmm. You need to look at your, like those stuff about the speed, the limits, what you can, the type of package you can control. Because everybody wants fast internet, but you can't afford it. So I guess that's what Jessica was saying. Like don't make your expenses more than european basically yeah i learned something from akon which was very valuable he said he only spends 10 percent of his earnings earnings which is very smart so the other percentage i guess it goes towards investment mostly so my thing is Personally, for me, I do not watch TV that often, so I don't feel the need to get cable. Cable for me is not a necessity. Internet for me is because I do use it mostly for school and work, so I do need internet. And besides, you can watch anything for free. So I say prioritize what you really need and the things that are considered luxury items, which I put in that category, are not really necessities. You would have to contemplate whether or not it is worth spending that extra money or is it going to affect your 10% of spending mm-hmm. that's a great point i'm gonna end this this discussion about financial skills on the point of understanding insurance now i per that to me insurance and investment are in the same boat for me there's still a lot of stuff i wish school would have taught me about that i I know a little bit more about insurance but i just wish that um i was educated more especially on life insurance health insurance you know insurance if you're a woman because i know that sajikor offers a total woman um, insurance package and it's also a life investment package so it covers life critical illness and your child benefits and that's totally for women that's why other packages that they have that are life insurance and investments ultra life which covers the whole life terminal and everything the ultra lifeline which covers critical illnesses and then there's a maximum protector which it just covers life insurance and investments and the maximum is like four million for that one so that's the only thing i know about like insurance and everything so i wish i I knew more but i'm still educating myself on that and i believe we all should as young people and even if you're older you're never too old to know so the next topic is job skills Mm -hmm. yes so 
For me personally, when they taught job skills to me was in university and not everyone goes to university. And that is, to me, stupid. I feel like in high school, they should do a workshop or a little seminar situation, but they should should teach you stuff to prepare you for job interviews. So the whole nine-yard packages, from doing your resume to how to dress, you know, how to conduct yourself in an interview, what to ask the employee, the potential employee, what questions to ask them about the company and to make you sound more intelligent. Like, give give us that edge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that, and with that interview um, to part, I really didn't understand how to really conduct myself in an interview until I started interviewing persons from my previous job. And... Even then, it's still a struggle. Like That's a basic thing you should teach students because after we finish school, what we're going to do, some people, we're going to go to do jobs. So we just need to know how to conduct ourselves in an interview. And that resume writing, that is so important. So a lot of people, what they have, they might it might not even be a resume. It just might just be a like a cover letter because some people really generally think you write a cover letter and you put in your personal details and boom, that's a resume. I think that's one of the main things they should have taught us. That should definitely be a subject, just job and life skills. Uh, in terms of resume, people don't know how to correctly write a resume and how to list your your experience you know your goals um your skills just your personal thing and how to push forward all of the attributes that make the employer want you because the first thing they're going to see before they interview you is that resume and the resume needs to push forward your best self before you even step in the building true that's true uh the next thing is how to appropriately post on social media people do not realize that nowadays a lot of employees are looking at your social media accounts to judge whether or not they want you to be a part of their company most of the time the positions that you're applying for is position that puts you in the face of the company so how you represent yourself not only while you're on the clock but also when you're when you're in your personal life can affect the business and adding to that it doesn't even go towards your own um personal account because your own personal social media because there have been too many cases in jamaica where social media handler they're posting their own personal views over social media and i think because you didn't know how to properly represent yourself on your own accord you're representing company about like for example lasco in 2016 when it was olympics it was amar mcleod he's from jamaica he won the 100 meter hurdles and uh terry carrell if you don't know terry carrell she always said like rising stars she she just asked if you could caption tomorrow's jamaica gleaner front page of Omar McLeod, what would it read? Hashtag real gold rush after Jamaica. And then the person who was running the account was like goldfish. And if you're from Jamaica, you know they use fish as a derogatory term or a homophobic term for gay men. And I, I, that was just like so unprofessional. But due to the fact that that person obviously had no social media training, that's how you can hinder your company. Exactly. My next thing is, I feel like we should 
have learned how to identify strengths and values in finding a job and a job that actually uses both. So, for instance, this is kind of a taboo thing to say, but I am a very religious person, very spiritual, and I can't find a job and the only job available is stripping. That's not a job that values my strengths or my morals. So find a job that's more in line with what you believe and values your personal time, your professional time, and the work that you're putting in. That's what my thing. Um, the next one is for me is public speaking. Same skills. I feel like high school should have really developed public speaking skills. I start learning that in university, and not everyone is going to go to university after high school. So I feel it's it's important for us to have learned that. I think with public speaking, not to cut you off, but I'm generally not a public speaker. I get very anxious. I'm Same. more in in line with a small group of people. I can be myself with a small group of people. I cannot speak publicly. You know, you hear me speaking on this podcast, that's different because I'm not seeing you guys. It's just anxiety of it all. When I was in high school, they like the teachers or the leads they berated me because i was quote-unquote shy it's not shy it's just the anxiety of it all but instead of encouraging me you know to push forward and be a better leader or be a better speaker it's just they berate me because i'm not the ideal student for them so yes and i feel like if you're going to teach public speaking skills you need to understand that there are different types of personality and not all persons are extroverts and not all extroverts because i'm an extrovert not all extroverts are comfortable with public speaking right yeah so i'm an introvert so that makes it different for me and another thing is customer service i feel like customer service is not just something you have to do at a job it's something you do in life and how to help people and it doesn't have to be um Even if at a job, it doesn't have to be to your customers. It should be internally too. So a good customer service in, I believe, in workplace is just one, uh, respect your colleagues' space. And if you are like their supervisor, don't micromanage them. Just have a discussion, just like how you have a discussion with your customer or your consumer. Have a discussion with them on how to do something better or, you know, work up this project or this report better. Stop micromanaging your workers, I believe. Yes, please. Because we workers, we hate it. <laughs> um, the next one is writing according to grading aerobics. I think it's important for high school to teach you how to write. For example, you're writing um, a thesis paper to, to enter are writing a paper to enter a college that you want to go and it just says write about your life goals and that's it they don't give you no subtopics you don't know how to write it or they don't they don't tell you what they're grading for if they're grading for expression creativity um length word limit word limit and all of that they just say this is what you should write about and this is how many marks they don't break it down so you don't really know what you're supposed to express at all and it's very annoying because when I was doing the course academic writing one in university, my teacher said this to me, everything that you learn in high school, erase it from your existence because that is utter garbage. And I was like, wow. So 
All the years of me spending at high school, I get a bitch being learning that English. Pretty much, I say <laughs> that's that's pretty much. What I, I was saying. I think there's some things that you learned in high school in, for English that helps, but in terms of expression, nah, fam. Because I'm an expressive person in life, in writing, in speaking, but I wasn't I wasn't able to put push forward that because there wasn't any teacher there to with the, I, I guess one exception there wasn't any teacher there to you know help me express myself because if there was one I feel like I would have been an author already or been doing you know my radio gig already but I, there was no motivation behind, yeah, behind my creative side I, I feel like high school the high school program don't encourage creativity or innovative thinking period at all it's just for your academics or your standard traditional jobs you know your doctor your teacher your lawyer yeah to be employees yes, basically yeah I just want to be uh, creative and all of that but it it's not catered or designed for your creatives because it's just stagnant it's it just stoic it's stuck but once you reach to you know university i hope it's a case where you get to choose what you want to do and you express yourself better and you find that the people who are slacking in university sorry high school they're probably just doing bigger and better stuff in university if they choose to do that yeah, because they're in the area that they like. Another thing I have here for job skills is just how to maintain a work-life balance. Some people, they spill so much into their work that they forgot that you need to live your life. Because at the end of the day, this work is not going to take you further if you consider it work. Or it's not your lifeline. Like, you have other aspects of your life. And other aspirations. You put so much overtime into this work. You put so much dedication. You work hard and not smart. And that is why you find that you're lacking in your own personal life. Mm -hmm. So, the thing I want to touch on, which is very important. And I have not learned this neither in university nor in high school. Is email etiquette. Oh, Persons do not know how to write a professional email from beginning to closing, which I had to Google that because how I was writing email initially, I was like, this sounds so casual. It looks so casual. There's no structure. So whenever you're emailing a resume or speaking to a boss or any client, whenever you're doing business, there's a certain way that you need to email persons. Um, with email, I didn't learn it in high school either. And I obviously have not been to university yet, but... I'm grateful for the job, a previous job that I was at. They actually did email writing because it was a customer service job and they do understand that most of us are coming out of high school or just really young. They had a whole email etiquette um, type of thing. And that's why I prefer to communicate via email instead of via phone um, or via text. Email is my thing. I know how to email professionally, how how you start it, so casual, hi, or hey, or, you know, if you're doing it more professional, you say, good day, how are you? And then the tone of your email matters. There are certain words that you use that can um, convey a certain tone that you do not want at all. And your closing is always important. Always put your contact details at the end of your email, how they can reach you by phone or email. Because some people, even though you are emailing them, even though you are emailing them, you know, 
they do not know they just don't want to look for your email click on your name and say that this is the email so always put the email People at the end like of your resume exactly always put the email at the end of your um, resume send our best regards or sincerely put your name if you're a miss or a missus if it's professional because some people it matters to some people and if you want dash a nice motivational quote put it there so but make sure you have a standard structure for your email and what tone you want to convey and always take an email etiquette class it don't really take long you're free you can find it on the internet i feel like once you can professional write an email that goes wonders for you that's how most of these companies reply to me because right now for example i don't want to go too far but two of our episodes for this podcast they weren't uploaded to google and google podcast and i was wondering why is that because it's not like we aren't distributing to them and i had to email anchor and due to the fact that how the email was structured and stuff within a day or two i think it's a day or two they were they're up now so i think oh you convey yourself in an email it pushes forward for a long way and your business transactions really the next point i have is the art of arguing so both a logical and a persuasive point of view now we did learn persuasive writing but arguing in person or negotiating in person we never learned that like i feel it's so important for us to learn how to negotiate both on a logical level and a persuasive level even if they negotiate that's one of the things i have here is how to negotiate a raise it's not bad to negotiate um what you think you're worth in an environment really so negotiating it doesn't have to be um aggressive it's just like you were saying logical and critically just put forward the the points pros and cons if you want to yeah and the last point i have on the job skills is critical thinking i think this is so important but Jamaican schools, I'm not going to say all schools, but Jamaican schools in particular do not harness molds and develop the critical thinking aspects of learning. Now, when you're going to certain jobs, it is important to be a critical thinker, but I believe that everyone should be able to think critically. So lately, I've been trying to get myself into learning online because the oh, Corona got me having time and all these things to learn more, to um, think more critically and analyze situation from different angles. Yeah, that that that's definitely a great point because there are companies that that's what they actually want in an interview. I know that a recent interview I did, I had to draw up um, a fiscal report just with numbers on the mileage on some person on some of the uh, technicians and then they wanted me the boss wanted me to give an analysis of what the data that's there so even that too i didn't learn how to do analyzing until like six form and not not everybody even goes to six form let's say i didn't go exactly let's not even talk about university some people don't go six form and even in six format because i didn't understand and they the teacher wasn't really explaining how this analysis goes. I still didn't really find out until I started to do report writing and analyzing the different reports from different um, field offices. But it, it's 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 such a disconnect that we have in this school and educational system that we feel like we're these these up and coming youth and those smart enough, you know, push forward this and then they complain about not 
the, these kids not wanting to do the work, but it's not that they don't want to do the work. They just don't know how to. You never exactly. equip them with the skills. It's not only hard skills that we need to learn. It's also soft, soft skills. And I feel like they're putting emphasis more on hard skill versus soft skills. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one I, per- I have, which is personal, is relationship skills. And, you know, though school, it, it's not, I don't think it should be a subject, but there should be certain um, key people at school or in life who should prepare you for a certain relationship um what, would, what should i say relationship situations right how to listen and communicate and it's not just relationship based how to listen and communicate is everything there are persons who do not want to listen to understand they just want to listen to respond to you and that's a disconnect that we have in our professional relationships right our personal relationships and our interpersonal relationships so i believe once you just shut up and listen to understand someone's point of view, you find that most of most of the conflicts are avoided in life. Another thing is, yeah, resolving conflicts. I it's not until like a couple weeks ago I had to do a workshop on conflict resolution management and really understand. Oh, I did that. Yeah, so unofficially did that. Yeah, so even though I already knew some things you can do to de-escalate like a situation to really understand the scope of conflict is just every conflict really starts at a high. Some well, not every, most of them start at a high. Once you know how to de-escalate and disarm the antagonizing influences on that conflict it can just be a simple discussion and that's what i feel we're missing in um, our relationships additionally i feel like persons need to learn especially if they're going into in a supervisory position i feel that they need to know how to nurture good conflict because conflict is necessary Conflict is necessary in order to develop a good team. So another relationship skill that I feel like we need to develop on is making meaningful connections in real life. And there's an emphasis on real life because in this age of like, you know, technology, a lot of connections are being developed um, online, right? Or via text, via call. But I believe that if we're dealing with it, in real life, it gives a different value towards it, you know, discussing something with someone, you get to see their mannerisms, their physical mannerisms, how they approach stuff, and there's a different type of tone associated with um, a meaningful discussion in real life. So give the phone, laptop, TV arrest, go out and just develop some of your key relationship skills another point i'd like to add towards that is just to put forward your best self i know sometimes it's hard for us because we do have our self insecurities or our self-consciousness um, but if we put forward the best version we view ourselves as not as how others view us then i think that we make for a better human being and a better better day i know it's cliche but i do believe in that and just the last thing i want to speak about in terms of relationship skills is to increase your emotional intelligence and as jessica said before your soft skills uh a lot of us we don't know how to be emotionally intelligent or we're not emotionally mature so we approach different Mm -hmm. stuff 
very, very um, just on the wrong spectrum. Especially Jamaicans. Jamaican people aggressive. Very. And like some things that I see people cussing over, I'm like... Okay. It's not that big of a deal. Exactly. It just blows it out of, out of proportion. Or if someone says something and it might not be to the effect that they're trying to disrespect you. It's just that they probably don't understand. But they do not mean it in a way like I'm trying to disarm the type of person you are but because we're so quick to jump to aggression and not speak about stuff you know understand different types of point of view we just go on the defense and that just creates more conflict instead of de-escalating something that probably should not even have been escalated in the first place true I mean, we listen more to the words than actually the tone of voice and the body language. Because cer- certain things people will say to you, like, you can't take it at face value. It really depends on how the person says it or the context of the conversation. You can't just pick and choose one part of a conversation and say, oh, my God, this is working because yeah, and whatever, whatever. And I feel like we sometimes know person's intent, um, but because we're so used to jumping the gun, we we take the bad intentions that we think we're seeing, not what is actually there, and just run with it. So I believe that we need to work on our emotional um, emotional maturity, and that ties into therapy. If you want to do therapy or you just want to do self-help work, working sh- workshops online or in person, that's good too. Just work on your interpersonal relationship, like I said, your personal relationships, and your professional relationships. Additionally, guys, I think it's important for everybody to read this book. It really is a good read. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. F. (laughs) And it's by Mark Madsen. It's a really good book. Read it, guys. Read it. Like, some things in there will blow your mind. What kind of book is it? A self-help book. I would categorize it as a self-help book. It's kind of raunchy and it has a lot of expletives, but... The points that are made are really good. All right. So the next thing we're moving on to is domestic skills. Um, The point that I have is we don't know where to find certain resources when we need it in case of emergency. Now, these resources might include, like, for the whole COVID-19 situation, there are many places that you could have gone to for financial help. Most of these things I didn't find about until it was too late to apply for, which was disappointing. Also, there's a lot of places where you can go to get, um, in case you want food, you can get food. Mm-hmm. A lot of pieces people don't know. Most persons know food for the poor is the only major place where there's other places that you could go. So I feel like high school should have really give us the life aspect of teaching in terms of resources i it's not until i did um emergency contact training to do take emergency calls and first first responder calls that i realized that most of these numbers they all link directly to the same place and they just send it to a department for example um let's say i want to reach out to fire brigade right or i want to reach out to the police it's the same number so all you're gonna do you're gonna buck up on a rip the rip will try to gauge where your location is and try to connect to the nearest location um nearest station there so most of these resources they do carry the same numbers um with the exception of you know hospitals or the covid hotline 
and other and others but i think you need to know what state you're in yeah the other thing i have is access to public records so i personally do not did not know i don't want to say do not but i did not know where i could go to register to get my birth certificates i had to ask mm-hmm. people like basic information like that i didn't know of i didn't even know about nis to be honest until like couple years ago and i still don't have my nas card because i still don't know where to go to be honest there's a lot of things i don't know it's honestly because i was working in so many private organizations until like december 2018 when i was finally working in a government organization it's not until then that i learned a lot of stuff that um i should have known and people who are older than me do not know I didn't know about t- taxes, you know, I didn't, even about the birth place, um, how to get your birth certificate. That place is where you can get your marriage certificate, because I looked it up here. How to adopt is the same place you can get a death certificate, and um, how to do, how to make sure you have everything you need for when you want to purchase a car, and how to license, license it and everything. So it's like one general um, website, and they break it out into different um, places and it's, it goes in so much detail but you will never know that because we weren't prepared for that voting. next point is the voting process big 23 year old almost 24 year old jessica do not and has never voted i do not know how to vote i had to hack the old process i didn't know where to go i did have my voter's id but i only got that for id purposes <laughs> nothing else <laughs> Um, I, I know a little bit more. All right. So I actually voted when I was in sixth form and even then they didn't even prepare us because most of us would have had our ID already because we were 18 and everything, but they didn't even prepare us for, oh, this is what you're going to do tomorrow when school's closed so you can go and vote if you want to vote. They didn't even prepare us. So my first voting experience, my ballot, um, what my vote, what my vote was almost exposed because of the bad handling and everything. So they didn't even let me know my rights and everything. Um, one thing I can say about the electoral process, if you go on EOJ's Electoral Office of Jamaica, I think that's their full name, you can search with your name and your date of birth and you find your polling division and you see if your occupation needs to be updated because mine still says student you know where to go because it breaks down where your um, division is and your voting center you can also look up your voting centers or where you can go to you know do redo your id if it needs to be renewed uh and all and all of that i will say the voting process for me because i did it when i was in grade 13 um my polling division didn't have a lot of people because i know there are some constituencies them them just full of people but mine was it was light so it's not a lot of people were there at the time we went you know um i cast my ballot and uh, i had to dip my thumb in ink and then put my fingerprint on it just to verify that it's the correct holder of the id the one who's voting i can't really remember all of the specific details because that was almost five years ago and you know we're having an upcoming election soon so yes september the third remember to vote if you want a change in your constituency your right is your life honestly i was not going to vote but you know persons were saying that i was relinquishing my rights although i believe it is my right not to vote mm-hmm. um i'll be reading each party's manifest and then yeah, figuring out which one i want still waiting on uh, um the current 
parties. Yeah, I've, I've read parts of um, Penny Peas. No, I don't think because JLP hasn't released theirs as yet. So I'm I know. That, that I know. one. Um, but with, with um, domestic uh, skills, I know this is far off and probably some of the stuff that you guys are familiar with, Jessica has, but I feel like meal, meal or menu planning is super important because it helps you budget at home with the type of stuff that you're purchasing to mm-hmm. consume on a daily or weekly or monthly basis. If you're buying stuff that's expensive, right, but it doesn't go a long way, then your meal or menu planning, it's hindering your budget. You know, there's certain stuff where you, where, where you just cook a lot. If you eat meat, buy you, single. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't buy small parts because I'm gonna cook this one day. No, you buy it, you season it up, keep it in the fridge, and you have something for a few days to come. You know, you have to cook a lot of it if you don't live in a large household. You just cook what you can manage for yourself, and it goes to a next day. Because as long as you're preserving it, you still have meals. Don't. Not only food, you know, mm-hmm. but there are certain things that I like buying in bulk, like laundry soap, bleach, any cleaning products. I do buy them in bulk because one, it's cheaper, and two, it lasts longer. And you always yeah. have to wash your clothes and eat food, so that's yeah. a basic need: clothes and food. Exactly. So if you can afford it, or you can work your budget around, because I work my budget around buying certain things in bulk, because it just works so cheaper. So yeah, do that. And it's just like you're purchasing that item, like say every month, or every two months, or every six months for me. I think it's important, not necessarily in school, but I think it would be important if you're in your teens and you learned it from somebody who is in your household to learn basic home repair and basic car repair no i know how to change a car tire i don't know how to check gas those things are basic for me i learned from my uncle he taught me that home repair stuff i do know how to use power tools Woo! so yes i can do certain things when it comes on to home repairs i don't have to be spending money or if i'm in a situation where i cannot get a hold of a handy person or a handy man or professional at a certain time in the night and it's an emergency i need to fix something i will be able to do it plus youtube helps as well Yeah, um, just I believe that in life, and that's why I posed the question at the beginning of our podcast that we don't need to be only be um academically based, um, trying to do theories or theoretical stuff. We also need to do skill set, and that's why I encourage persons or young youths who are more skill or skill inclined don't go you don't really need to go to university just go to a skill-based school and help and brush up on your craft yeah one thing i do believe that we should learn in high school is basic laws now i'm not talking about your basic your rights i'm talking about basic laws in terms of certain things that you would get arrested for that you didn't even know about okay so things like cursing expletives in public you can get arrested for loitering in certain areas you can get arrested for like basic stuff like that a lot of people don't know that and being ignorant to the law is not an excuse exactly it's not an excuse i think in high school we should have learned that yeah not just rights and responsibilities because i 
we went on well i le- went on to learn that in law and then some other different judicial acts that um and legislative acts but not everybody's going to be exposed to that though oh we did learn it in social studies too yeah so you should know your rights it's important to know your rights the next point that i have is first aid i think it's essential for all high school students and i think it should be mandatory Mm -hmm. to learn first aid and get certified because if you're in a situation where you need to give somebody cpr and you do not know the right technique you could do more damage than good so i think it's essential that high schools implement this and also to add on to the cpr thing i think one thing they should have taught us is that every household needs a first aid when i was going through and a fire hydrant yeah definitely yeah. a fire hydrant should always be replaced every six months not every other year or whenever i feel like it and you need to know how to use a fire hydrant mm-hmm. um but with the first aid when i was um, looking up what should be in a first aid when i was trying to get some uh there are certain things that we just don't have like um a sleeve or i believe it's a cold pack there are certain essential stuff that are in our first aid that we don't have and we need to and then unfortunately so not every single um first aid kit distributor in jamaica has the same thing um but there are different resources you can and they actually they aren't expensive so that's why i like building my own Mm -hmm. yeah you can always build your own unfortunately especially given these times they're kind of stuff um but always keep a first aid kit you never know what's gonna happen exactly and the last point that i'm going to say you don't necessarily have to do this in high school i think it would be cool if they did it but i think personally high school students should learn self-defense because these pedophile and, and these human trafficking people protect yourself children I, I just feel like it's just anyone who means you harm yeah always. i'm yeah but i feel like a lot to our kids it would be beneficial to a lot of children because it, once you learn it as a child and you maintain that knowledge yeah bring it up on your own you know? I, I think with they should probably like implement that in like physical education because even though we stop exactly. even though we stop doing it at, after a certain grade most of us if you implement it let's say you know at the start of every physical education class we'll just learn a different um, type of technique that goes a long way you, you prob- probably practice it on your own or you just pr- practice it with a group and then you learn that stuff and it goes on yeah and i know a lot of you know those uppity type parents would be like oh i don't want my children learning how to fight it's defensive fighting there is a difference your your learn your child is learning to defend themselves and i think it's very essential So these are some of the adults in 101 tips that we thought we should have known in our young people lives. You know, I feel an old. I'm almost close to 30. Anyways, uh, guys, with all of that being said, we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in to us next week where we'll discuss women in music. I have a quote that I wanted to share with you guys. You know, just to resonate with you especially with what we discussed today it says mental health is not a destination but a process it's about how you drive not where you're going and again my name is tiffany and i'm the fabulous jessica thank you so much for listening to talk that ish remember guys you can follow us on instagram at talk that ish ja.com 
Additionally, guys, you can send us a message and we can play in our recordings, a video message. The link is in our bio. Remember to like, share, comment. Subscribe to us on all platforms. Bye.